This Tailgate Society podcast is brought to you by our good friends at Deadeye Premium Barbecue Products. Born in Iowa and made in the heartland, Deadeye is your go-to source for everything barbecue. Sauces, seasonings, you name it. They've made a science out of great grilling flavor. It's more than a sauce. Whether you're cooking sliders, dogs, steak, or chicken, Deadeye has the explosive flavor needed to make every dish delicious. Try a splash of their sweet and smoky original recipe or turn up the heat with their Magnum Edition barbecue sauce. Both flavors are available in seasonings as well as sauces. So pick your favorite and prepare your taste buds for an unforgettable eating experience. Deadeye Premium Barbecue products are available at Fairway, Hy-Vee, Amazon, or at DeadeyeBBQ.com. Hello, happy, um, I guess it's probably July now by the time this comes out. I am Emily. And I'm Emily. (laughs) The two envoys are back for another episode of Sports and Quirks. Um, so we have had some sports to watch, which has been very exciting. Yes. Um, horse racing, probably not a sport that very many people care about, um, but it made its return um, without fans. And a very cute little horse won. I guess it's not very little. It's probably pretty big. Um, it was the favorite, and it won um, by quite a bit. So um, not really a surprising result, but just uh, fun to have some, you know, a race of, of some sort to watch that wasn't uh, NASCAR because, well, you know, NASCAR is making waves lately. We um, just don't really enjoy watching the actual races, either of us. <laughs> so uh, Yeah. And also, if someone could please uh, email us, DM us, let us know for how the like current totals. Uh, so D. Hamlin is in first with 41 points and Kay Harvick is in second with 47 points. Like make it make sense. <laughs> I don't, I don't understand the point system. So this is another area of NASCAR. We're very uneducated on this, but we, I like, I want to know. Please if you know, tell us. let us know. Yeah. Um, My grandpa also used to watch NASCAR and he would like keep his own, like stats on paper because he he's he was the type of person that like didn't trust the internet statistics and now I'm wondering I'm like are their numbers wrong because the what you just explained makes no sense so maybe he was on to something I don't know um but yes please explain the point system um of NASCAR to us but like we're five years old um under five minutes like it cannot take a long time like basically make us a tiktok video explaining how nascar works yes please your elevator pitch yes um mike leach not sure if he's a fan of horse racing but he is apparently a fan of cameo because he has joined this platform uh for listeners who don't know cameo is um this service where celebrities have an account and they charge a certain amount of money for, um, for them to send you a personalized video or someone that you love. So, um, there's a lot of professional athletes, actors, random, just different people, um, Instagram celebrities, even that you can contact through the app, um, and say, I want you to send a happy birthday message, um, to me for this person. You pay through the app and you get the video. 
So Mike Leach is charging $100 a message. Whoa. Which seems steep, but um, when you think about it, say, I don't know, as a joke, you want to do one for someone's birthday and like five of you chip in 20 bucks to get this video made. It could be worth the laugh that comes out of it, you know? That's fair. Like, personally, I would not drop 50 or or $100 on something like that, but I'd probably do 25 If it was, like, a really good one and, like, I got to help write the message. Yeah. Like, there have been ones where I saw it where they, like, trolled the person doing the cameo. <laughs> and I was like, I can support that. I can get down with that. Mike Leach, um, despite some of his hot takes i think i would still be i wouldn't be like oh man i'm giving mike leach i'd be like yes let's go if it was a a gift to someone who would think it's very funny yeah it would definitely have to be the right audience but it has potential so um just an interesting tidbit he's been on there for a few weeks now so i love that for him because you know if people keep having coronavirus like we might not have college football and mike leach has to get money somehow he could be having to send a lot of cameos i feel like that'd be really funny and i i would hope that someone pays i is do you know if lane kiffin is on cameo also that is a very good question i wonder if you could do like a side by side yeah where the two of them wish you a happy birthday or something that would be amazing um, I love their friendship. I love, they're just so cute little men, little friends. It does not seem that Lane Kiffin is on Cameo. Well, that's probably for the best, <laughs> given Lane Kiffin. <laughs> like, I enjoy him, but I can also see why maybe Cameo is not the move for him. Um, I feel like for a lot of coaches, Cameo probably shouldn't be the move because, like you said, a hundred bucks for an appearance. A couple people chip in. Oh. Like, oh wow! You just you just made a. I so I just looked at Mike Leach on Cameo again, and apparently his rates have gone up. Oh my goodness, <laughs> Mike Leach! It's now one hundred and fifty dollars. Whoa! Um, he typically responds in thirteen hours. Love it. Um. So. He also, I did not know this, is an author of a New York Times bestseller. Swing Your Sword. Yeah, I did not know that. <laughs> it's, a, it's a good book. Okay, well, yeah, so $150. He has a pretty quick response time, though, so he has that going for him. I mean, what else does he have going on in the middle of the summer when people can't be playing football? <laughs> Very good question. Um, He's probably just like, I need a way, because I think his kids are like adults. And so it's just him and his wife. So he's probably like, how can I not annoy my wife? I'll make cameos. Yeah. Or she could be annoyed by making them. I don't know. Could go either way. It's very true. Um, Who knows? I hope that like she trolls him. This is like a very intense troll for someone to do their spouse, but to be like, oh yeah, I want you to like, she pretends to be someone else she basically catfishes mike leach and gets him to like wish himself a happy birthday oh that would be really funny it would be very great i don't know if she would do that based off of what i've read about her but like it would be a very amusing thing definitely um so going off of cameo 
we have a cam that has um made flash recently he is um officially a new england patriot it's it's very unexpected when people were saying that so when tom brady left the patriots and went to the buccaneers and this was was this pre-covid or like right at the beginning I don't know. It's all blurring together. It was right on the fringe. Yes. So it was like news. It was like big news when Tom Brady went to Tampa because like Gronk came out of retirement, Mm -hmm. but like his contract is still like kind of wrapped. It was kind of wrapped up like with the Patriots still where like he had to do stuff with them. So when Tom Brady left the Patriots, big news for anyone who's an NFL fan, like who's going to replace Tom Brady? And then Cam Newton, um, so for some background, um, Cam Newton was playing for the Panthers in North Carolina, and North Carolina got a new head coach, um, and then people were like, no, like, he's going to get rid of Cam, and like, he held on to Cam for a minute, and then Cam did not, he was no longer with the Panthers, um, but he like tweeted something or put something on Instagram where like the characters for the letters were like a lot more work than just typing them on your standard keyboard. And people are like, there's no way he's going to go play for the like Patriots. Like Bill Belichick is not because like Cam Newton is fairly flamboyant. Um, He's out there. He's very ostentatious. Like um, he's very flashy. (laughs) And yeah. Bill Belichick, not really. Um, well, I do not love the pa- the Patriots or Bill Belichick. I can appreciate like how he like put together his team, and like every time he like builds a team, um, it's not necessarily about getting the absolute best talent. Like he, they, the Patriots don't get like the top draft picks, but he builds his team in a way where it's like okay this person is really good at this one thing we're gonna put them there they're gonna do really well we're gonna set up them up to like succeed um it makes me think of like billy bean like reading moneyball <laughs> so it's like uh this person's like not all around the best athlete but they're good at this one thing um and so bill belichick does that um so that's the nice thing I will say about him. Otherwise, I'm like, mm, I don't like love the Patriots because I grew up in the West. And um, so for Cam Newton to go and play for the Patriots, like that is a. It's culturally very different than North Carolina one. And. It's different than I feel like a lot of other. NFL teams in terms of how they're run and just like the overall feel i mean am i maybe that's just my perception what do you think emily no i think you make a good point um i just lost my train of thought (laughs) um i think that it's kind of like cam newton's situation was kind of like the partner like was going to break up with him and he knew it was coming but didn't necessarily want it and so it's like you just got to move on from that situation you know like if it's staying there is not going to make you feel good so um i hope that it works out for him and that he is happier in the long run um in new england 
Do you think that they could win, like, assuming that they have a season? Yeah. Um, do you think that they could win the Super Bowl in February? Um, possibly. It, it also might take a couple of years. Oh. They only gave him a one-year contract. Oh. Well, I guess it depends on it. What if, like, what if, um, what if they make it to the conference championship and then they lose this year? Mm, I don't think Bill think Belichick's he, getting rid of him. Like, do you think he would stay, though? Yeah. Yeah. Because if it took this long for any team to pick him up and he went to the Patriots, like, that's not saying, like, anything negative about the Patriots, but, like, again, the cultural thing. I think the cultural fit for quarterbacks, big deal, because they kind of are the face of your... Uh, team and like it, it's important for them to really like connect with the fans but it's like obviously the coach is like more important than the fans so they have a place and like I don't see Cam and Bill Belichick like connecting long term but I could see them wanting to try to win a Super Bowl together because Bill Belichick really good coach Cam Newton really good quarterback yeah I don't know. It would be interesting to see, like, if they make it far, if there's a season this year and they make it far but don't win the Super Bowl, depending on how the relationship was between the two of them this year, whether he would go somewhere else or what. I don't know. I just don't know where else he would go. Yeah, I don't know. Ooh. I mean, things can change so quickly, like, once the season starts, um... But I'm like, where else would Cam Newton, where else needs a quarterback right now? Like, very desperately. Um, that would take him. And like, again, Cam Newton, good quarterback, but like also a lot more flashy than a lot of... I was going to say, yeah, definitely a specific like type of personality, it seems. Yes. He's not like a cookie cutter player. He is not a Josh Allen. Yeah. Who I love, but I think Cam Newton is probably a better quarterback. Um, not probably. Cam Newton is a better quarterback than Josh Allen, but I love Josh Allen and understand that like he is the stereotypical quarterback that a coach is looking for, where he's just kind of like keeps his head down, he has the body that they're looking for in terms of size, and um Cam is like that, but also Cam. <laughs> Yeah, the one, the only. <laughs> It'll be fun to watch. And it was fun to have, like, NFL news that was, like, big yeah. fun news in the middle of this. True. I would agree to that. Um, switching gears to basketball. Yes. Um, so odds were recently released for the 2021 20, um, men's college basketball um, national championship. Um, or national champion, sorry. So, assuming that there is a college basketball season, um, Gonzaga would be among the favorites. So, depending on where you look, um, different betting sites um, either have them tied for um, the favorite to win the title this year, um, and then some sites have them as the standalone favorite. So, uh, that makes me really want a college basketball season. <laughs> yeah. We will see got to take things day by day um in this yes. strange world we're living in right now so who knows i'm not even gonna try and 
guess what things are going to be like come October, November. Um, don't want to jinx anything, but that was just kind of some exciting, um, exciting news and, uh, gives you a little bit of hope, but, um, you know, if they aren't able to have a college basketball season, then <laughs> the points are made up and nothing matters. <laughs> so we'll see what happens there. Um, I can't remember what the exact phrase is that they use on whose line is it anyway. Um, it's I like thought that the, was the line. Is it? Okay. Or I thought it was maybe like where the points are made up and the winner doesn't matter or something. I don't know. Um, you get the gist. So uh, that's just our brief little um, tidbit for college basketball news. It's very important college basketball news because should there be a season, it is college basketball that we will be talking about. Like, let's be real. It's not like we're going to be like, oh, Gonzaga is favored. Okay, we're never going to speak about them for the rest of the year. Like, I hope you, that's will not be, the case. <laughs> yeah, no, we will be talking about them. <laughs> Hopefully we have an opportunity to talk about them. I sure hope so. <laughs> oh. But we do have an opportunity to talk about um, the National Women's Soccer League. We surely do. So they are in the <laughs> middle of the Champions Cup or Challenge Cup, not the Champions Cup. I botched that. My bad. Um, so the it started on Saturday and the North Carolina Car- Courage took down the Portland Thorns. Um, folks, Carolina is good at soccer. Very good at soccer. Just the state. And so um, I'm not saying that like I would see the Courage winning the whole Challenge Cup, but, like, I wouldn't be surprised if they did. Um, The Thorns is a pretty young team, so they, like, put up a decent fight, but the Courage looked very good. And then, to my surprise, the Washington Spirit beat the Chicago Red Stars um, 2-1, to but we're still in, like, the qualification rounds until the 13th of July, and then today, which is Tuesday, but you will be hearing this not on Tuesday. Um, the Houston Dash tied with the Sky Blue 3-3. And I'm just like, look at all this scoring happening in soccer. People act like nothing happens in soccer. Meanwhile, women's soccer, there's all this scoring, um, which is, again, pretty exciting stuff to be following. Um, you can watch the women's soccer um on cbs so you should be getting that in it's gonna be on for like the next month and it's very good soccer to be watching i'm biased but like i'm right also and then a significant thing happened for little messi he hit 700 goals um he's right up there with cristiano ronaldo with scoring over 700 goals in his career which is like kind of exciting um it's a lot. It's many, many goals. And um, in Premier League news, Liverpool won the Premier League after a 30-year drought. Um, that is your soccer corner. Quite the um, drought. <laughs> that's like, that is a drought that's longer than we have been alive. Yeah. Makes it's, me feel young. <laughs> it does. Whenever I read that, like sports statistics, where it's like, this hasn't happened in over like you know 20 or 30 years and I'm like oh my god yes I'm yeah. still young <laughs> you're like 
I wasn't alive the last time this team did this thing. And that was a long time ago. So <laughs> yes, like whoever won the world series, like a couple of the, every time someone wins the world series, I'm like, oh man, if it's not like the Red Sox or the Yankees, I'm like, God, yes. Yeah. It's been so long. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's especially emotional for baseball fans too. Yes. Because they're, like, older. I was going to say, there's a lot of, like, elderly baseball fans. Maybe that's why it seems more emotional than other, you know, franchises. Like, the Seahawks winning their first Super Bowl or whatever. It didn't seem like the as much of a collective movement as, like, <laughs> when other teams have won um, for the first time in forever. But um, Chicago, though, is such a, like huge fan base yes you know and it's such an old team like it's such an old franchise and like i get it yeah and i support it like that's like the stuff about sports that i love is like those teams that people have loved for so long in their lives they grew up with it and like they stay with them even though it's been forever and a day since their team has won (laughs) gotta respect that oh yeah um so News came out recently that um, Jamie Foxx has been cast as Mike Tyson in uh, this um, Mike Tyson biopic um, project that has been kind of out there for a long time. Um, But it's officially moving forward with Jamie Jamie Foxx cast as Mike Tyson. Um, I feel like he'll do a great job in that role. Yes. And, I mean, there's, like, similarities in looks. Not that that's necessarily the most important thing with, you know, these types of movies. But I think overall, it'll, it's, a good, it's a good match. I agree. Jamie Foxx is, like, a phenomenal performer. Yeah. Um, and so I think him playing Mike Tyson will be super entertaining. Agreed. Like, how much weight is he going to put on for this? Ooh, that's a good question. I feel like he's going to get really buff. (laughs) He might, or maybe they'll just, like, they'll... Maybe it'll be, like... Camera angles. Yeah, or, like... He doesn't have to. Not CGI, but, like, maybe they can enhance things with technology. I don't know how these things work. (laughs) Regardless, I think it'll be an interesting thing to watch when it is eventually available to watch. Agreed. We'll we'll come back with a recap of the movie after it comes out. Um, I do want to talk about, so you sent me the Sports Illustrated article on A Most Beautiful Thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just want to talk about it like super quick because it was, it talks about, um, so this, man Arshay Cooper he talked about how he and his friends like they went viral doing crew um they're from like a neighborhood in Chicago's west side and I just am like what crew yeah and black people Um, in the 90s in the 90s (laughs) what is happening what is this article um I'm gonna link it in the like episode description because folks, it shouldn't be that surprising to be like, oh, 
a crew team of black people, but like, and they uh, were from like rival gangs too. Yeah, like it wasn't yeah. just this random group of kids. Like it seemed like they had a lot. Um, it just seemed like a random, random group of people to like have to work together on a team. Yeah, it's so. like it was. It's told very well, and then like um. He, in this article from Sports Illustrated, like, he talks about using crew as, like, a tool for social change, which I'm like, I can't even get to social change because I'm still, like, baffled by <laughs> the representation in crew right now from, like, oh no, kids from Chicago from, like, rival gangs doing crew. Like, what? Um... I hope they make a movie out of it. <laughs> well, they are. <laughs> so, um, I mean, it's... now by the time this episode comes out, uh, the book is being re-released, but with a new name. Yes. So the new name is A Most Beautiful Thing. Um, and then a feature-length documentary is coming out um, in July. And it's narrated by Common, who we love. Yes, and um, he produced this um, along with Dwayne Wade and Grant Hill. So, sounds like a great project, um, and it sounds like yes. it's something that probably is very well done. So, we can also have maybe we can have a little movie um, episode where we talk about sports movies. I love that. I'm here for it. Um, and. The book before it was like re-released with the title "A Most Co- A Most Beautiful Thing" was "Sugar Water." So, man, I'm so excited for this. But I'm, I mean, like, yes, the documentary is gonna be good. But I mean, when they make a movie, movie in like five years, it's very sure. dramatic. Yes, yes, I'm ready for this. Um, maybe they'll cast Michael B. Jordan in it. Maybe we know he's great in sports movies. Who he's doesn't like every movie? Like, well, true. Who doesn't love Creed, though? Like, everyone loves that movie. Even people who are like, stop making Rocky movies. Yeah. They're like, wow, Creed was so good. <laughs> um, so we'll see. But yeah, I think a very, you know, dramatized tra- um, version of this story would be great. Yes. And you know what's going to happen. And we'll be there ready to watch it. Yes. Hopefully in a theater. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, no, or maybe at home on the comfort of our couch with a glass of wine. That also sounds nice. God, I love that. Just not alone. <laughs> I mean, maybe it'll be one of those movies that you're like, I need to watch it. And then you go like alone. So then you can process it with someone. Yeah. I don't know. But I, most movies are really good just watching with another person. Yeah, very much so. Um, And so in quarantine, we have gotten not necessarily movies but we've gotten short videos from emmanuel acho um and he's been using his platform in an interesting way uh talk and they're called uncomfortable conversations with a black man and he has featured matthew mcconaughey and chip and joanna Gaines. chip and joanna Gaines live in waco texas and they build houses I don't know what their sh- what happens on their TV show. <laughs> they they like they do a lot of uh, shiplap. They um, 
they like take these houses that look very meh and then turn them into something great and it doesn't cost very much money um because it's waco i guess um so but they the houses end up looking great when they're done with them and a family moves into them and then they're happy about their new house that's basically the just of it I now know what they do. I had no idea. And I've gone to Magnolia Market. And I'm like, I don't really <laughs> understand what this is. Other than like Target, but expensive. <laughs> um, <laughs> so that's not what Emmanuel Acho's videos are about. But given the current climate in our you know, country, um, it's very interesting that he is doing this. Yeah, the videos are great. Would definitely recommend watching them. Um, they're informative. I think that like everyone should just be having conversations like this. Um, you don't have to be famous <laughs> to be doing sure. that, you know. Um, because at the end of the day, like, people need to learn from each other, and you know, everyone has their own worldview, and you're not gonna you're not going to like develop as a person unless you learn about other people's worldview and experiences that you personally have not had. So um, have conversations with people who aren't like you, I think would be my takeaway from that. I agree with that. I was talking to one of my cousins about it um, and she was like, I think it's a safe place for people who like want to ask those questions, but like don't feel comfortable asking. Mm-hmm. So if you're like, you know, reflecting on everything that's going on and you're like, well, I want to ask questions, but I don't necessarily know how to, or what, like even what I should be asking, like um, these uncomfortable conversations with a black man are really good. They're like, a 101 class on like how you can start just like educating yourself, but also understanding like, okay, I can like, I can go talk to someone and like ask about like their experience um, because none of us are having the same experience um, going through life, which is good. We can then share it with each other and like learn and it's good. Definitely. Um, So we can link to his um account in the description in case people want to check out any of those videos um what is your hot take this week so my roommate and i we've been watching movies and we Mm -hmm. watched uncut gems my roommate's seen it i did not see it until we watched this um two weeks ago um my hot take is oh it wasn't that good (laughs) (laughs) It was fine. I wouldn't watch it again. Um, Not to spoil the ending, but like the ending was, I was like, yep, that's the ending I would have liked. Like I enjoyed the ending of it, but like the whole movie, it was like, oh, I don't really know. Hasn't it been like, like I feel like I've seen it in the top 10 trending list on Netflix a bunch recently. Yeah, that checks out. People love Uncut Gems. Like I, when it went to Netflix, Different people were, like, tweeting about it. They're like, yes, I love this movie. It's, like, two hours of just, like, being stressed. And I remember when it came out, one of my coworkers, this was back when I worked in an office, she was like, I watched the most stressful movie. And she's like, I think you'll love it. 
it's about sports and I'm like, okay, I don't understand betting or gambling. Like I'm kind of stupid when it comes to this. (laughs) So when he like makes all these bets and is like kind of screwing people over with like money, I'm like, I don't understand. Like if you know that he is not good for money, don't give him money. And if you know that he's going to bet the money, don't give him money. And if you know that if your scare tactic is not going to do anything, don't give him the money. Um, so, yeah, I'm kind of ashamed. I'm not really ashamed. I like what I like. And, like, yeah, Uncut Gems was just meh. Yeah, I mean, I remember when it came out, it was, like, super popular. It has yep. a 92% on Rotten Tomatoes. So. Yep. That's saying something. Yep. Just such an interesting cast, too. It's a good cast. It's like, and everyone does so well in it. I just, the story wasn't for me, I think. It's just like such a, it's like, let's draw these random, like, mix of, um, like, actors, singers, yep. athletes, yep. <laughs> comedians, whatever. Like, let's just throw all these random people's names into a hat. We're going to draw them out. You know, pick this however many like characters for this movie and just see what happens. It's like, oh. they do well. Very random cast. I'm um, star studded for sure, but and like the weekend, like his real name is like huh? listed when they're listing like the names in the beginning. The real yeah. cast, and I'm like, who is that? <laughs> name? <laughs> and I was like, oh my god, I think that's the weekend. Yeah, and my roommate is like, wait, what? I'm like, like, there's I- no way. <laughs> Like, I think that it is, like, I forget that, like, The weekend isn't his real name, which, you know, I wonder what he, what his elevator pitch is like, if he's like, my name's Abel, or if he's like, my name's The Weeknd, that's neither yeah. here nor there, what's your hot <laughs> take of the week? Um, so I have, over the course of time, tried a lot of different Whole Foods desserts, um, just the little ones that are like packaged individually that you get in like the cooler case, um, yes. by where they sell their like cakes and stuff. Um, and I had one that I had not ever had before. And I think it is like my all time favorite. Ooh. And this is their carrot cake, which is a very unpopular dessert <laughs> for yeah. most people. Um, but it's a really great cream cheese frosting that they use. And, um, they're, I'm, I'm not a fan of raisins in carrot cake, although they're very common. Um, yes. and in their carrot cake, like in one slice, I think I came across like four or five raisins and they were the little, um, like yellow ones, golden raisins, I think maybe they're called, yeah. um, and it's like you hardly even notice them, which I really liked. And the cake itself had like the right level of spice and it was um it wasn't dry by any means. The frosting was layered very well. Overall very pleased. Um, but in just in general, I know that carrot cake is a dessert that a lot of people really dislike. Um, and I really enjoy it. But the Whole Foods carrot cake. I think it's better than their mousse that I've had, better than the tiramisu, better than their cheesecake. Is it better than their, like, berry cake? The Chantilly one or whatever? Yes. I've never actually had that. So maybe Mm. that's, maybe I need to try that next and then maybe that'll be my new favorite. 
Yes, try that. Okay. Because the carrot cake is a hot take if you have not had the Chantilly cake. Okay. It is a tier one cake. I don't go to Whole Foods that often. That's so fair. it's not like I have their desserts all the time. Like it's maybe making it seem right now. Um, but next time I go, I will definitely have to pick up some of that. It might not be there. Sometimes they're sold out. And by uh, sometimes I mean like they sell out of the Chantilly cake. Oh. Well, when I was there, um, like a, well, I guess it was about a week ago, they had a bunch of it. So like, maybe I should have gotten it then. You could have gotten both and tried it both. Well, but... instead I got the carrot cake and then their key lime pie slice. What's the key lime pie good? Um, it had kind of a weird taste that was like, like, occasionally you just get, like, a shot of lime, it felt like. And I was like, is this how it's supposed to? Like, this just seems weird. Um, but the graham cracker crust was great. Very it was, like, pretty thick, which I enjoyed. Yeah. Um, sometimes, like, when people do graham cracker crust, the ratio of crust to, like, pie or cheesecake or whatever, it's just kind of the crust is too thin, you know? Yes. As an expert cheesecake baker, I'm sure you know. <laughs> I I am a fan of having a thicker crust. It tends to hold things better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's my hot take this week. Um, did you have any good wine while you were watching Uncut Gems? Uh, no, I had beer and pizza when I watched Uncut Gems, which was probably better than the wine. I would have, like, stress-strength the wine, like, what's <laughs> happening? <laughs> um, but throughout the week... Um, I've had a very nice, so the the label is Remy Penier, and it's a Vouvray. Um, I botched it. I'm sorry that <laughs> I took all that French to not be able to. V-O-U-V-R-A-Y. Oh, no, that's right then. Oh, great. Vouvray. Vouvray. A 2018. <laughs> it is so good. Like, it was just a random, I was like, this bottle's pretty. Yeah, that's how we <laughs> usually choose. Um, 100%. And it, I, like, want to go get it again. So I use Vivino to, like, keep track of what I drink. Mm -hmm. And it's like, this bottle's $20. And I'm like, uh, I didn't, I wouldn't do that. Like, I'm a bargain charger <laughs> when it comes to wine. Um... I think I got it for like 10 bucks and it was super good and I do recommend it. It's like nice and crisp. Um, it's a white wine, um, but it's still like fruity. It just doesn't feel, you know how like some white wines, they're very sweet and they like feel almost like syrup in your mouth. Yeah. This does not have that feel. So Sounds good. pretty good. Oh yeah. Do recommend. Definitely if it's on sale. For sure don't have to spend like <laughs> the $20 that Vivino shows it for because like, it's not that good, mm. but like, it's pretty good. <laughs> um, Solid recommendation. I try. I try. What are you drinking <laughs> this week? Um, I recently had a bottle of Cab Sauv, which I don't usually buy during the summer, but the bottle was cool again, <laughs> and it was on sale. Um, it's called Athena, um, is the label, and it was a 2017 Cab Sauv. It's got this cool, like, golden snake kind of thing Ooh. on it. Um, it's from California, 
And it's like in the 10 to $15 range, depending on where you buy it. Um, but it was like a pretty dry wine. I don't think many people like sweet red wines, but, um, if you do, this is not for you. <laughs> um, and just had kind of like that traditional fruity, like dark fruits, you know, like blackberry, raspberry kind of stuff. Um, and then like a vanilla E finish, I guess, Ooh. um, is how I would describe it. Um, but very smooth would definitely recommend cool bottle, pretty easy to find. So, um, that is my non-traditional red pick for the summer right now. It's a very, it sounds really good. That sounds like a really nice, like evening 4th of July red wine. Yeah. Like if you're going to have a, like a steak or something, be great. Yeah. Yeah. I'm here for it. I support it. I'll probably try it. Sounds good. Um, (laughs) Do you have any personal plugs this week? Um, I don't think I have anything for this week, um, but there's lots of Tailgate Society podcasts happening. Um, Want to just do a quick rundown of those? Oh, yeah. So Bitter Units. Every week they're doing it. They're talking about beer. They're getting people on um, like as guests to talk about like beer and um, it's super cool. Um, drunk dialing per usual. You can even dial in. It is a, uh, <laughs> it's a listener engagement podcast. And then matinee baseball, you know, no baseball right now. So they're watching different movies and then culture check just wrapped up Batman, the dark Knight, And we'll be transitioning into looking at films with and picking performances by black actors. So mm. This is exciting. It should it should be very exciting. Um, we will be talking about a Spike Lee movie next <gasps> week. Um, can I guess what it is? You can guess. <laughs> um, there are so many to choose from, though. Um, like, that's so true. <laughs> is it Black Klansman? It's not. Okay. Um, I'll just that'll be my one guess. And I'll call okay. it I'll call it a day. <laughs> but um, I'm not a huge. Um, Batman series person like the Dark Knight it's great um, yeah but just in general that's like not really my thing so I'm very excited for you guys to like foray into um, this other landscape and hopefully I've seen more of the things that you were talking about <laughs> we, and if not I will have to check them out <laughs> I feel like you've probably seen you will have seen things that we're gonna pick because I but like I'm going to give a spoiler of what we're probably going to talk about because I was like, we have to talk about Get Out. Oh, okay, great. Um, So Colin has to watch the movie. (laughs) Okay, so I called him yesterday and like, he was like, hello. And I was like, can you please watch Get Out before like we're both at home because we're um, both quarantining and then going to see our parents um, in a couple of weeks. And... I was like, you've had this movie? You, like, he, it's my DVD. And I was like, you've had it for literally a year. Like, <laughs> it's the only DVD that I let you borrow that you have not watched yet and returned to me. So I need you to, wa- like, take in the next 10 days, like, you need to watch it. And he's like, okay, I will watch it. Um, so by the time that episode comes out, hopefully he has seen it. And hopefully your analysis can help him out a little bit because – I feel like it's one of those movies that you need to watch multiple times because, yes. like, every time you watch it, you pick up on some new um, 
you know, societal commentary or something like that. So I'll really be cool. sure to give them a shout out. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> <laughs> but that that's probably not in the first that'll be in maybe two or three weeks. Okay. So he has time. Perfect. Colin, get on it. You have what, ten days to watch the movie before he has to return it. Yep. About about that much time. So it works. Um yeah, so <laughs> check out the Patel Gate Society podcast and um the content. We're putting out content um every Monday. Um Sylvia talks about different music that has come out recently. She wrote about like Run the Jewels and their new album. Oh my yeah. god, it's good. Um <laughs> and then follow the Tailgate Society on Twitter and Instagram to keep up on all these things coming out. So you are not only hearing about it from us, you hear about it on the social media that we know you're looking at when you're sitting at work instead of doing your job. Or sitting at home while doing your work. <laughs> and waiting for emails to come in. Um, <laughs> so just to round things out, we have a bigger than sports um, thing to discuss this week. So the SBs happened virtually recently. Um, and... My favorite award that they always give out is the Arthur Ashe Award for Courage. Um, And this year, Kevin Love received it for the work he's done to bring awareness um, to mental health as it relates to sports and just in general. Um, And he also donated half a million dollars to UCLA for research on anxiety and depression. So, Uh, Kevin Love's a big mental health advocate, having dealt with some of those issues himself, um, which would be very challenging as a professional athlete where you're always under a microscope and in the public spotlight. Um, So it's just kind of nice to like see his courage and efforts um, recognized in that way. Oh, like I remember when he wrote that first article for the Players' Tribune and, like, mm-hmm. just kind of what it it sparked in people being more vocal about mental health awareness. Um, it's amazing, and it's awesome that he got recognition for everything that he's continuing to do. Like, it obviously wasn't just a, like, oh, hey, like, this is a thing, but, like, he has continued with it for years and, like, run with it and tried to help other people. It's really awesome. So... There are good things happening. Yes. Thank you for listening. And we'll have more bigger than sports and good things because we are a happy things podcast. Emily and Emily, sports and courts.